The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 930 with Brock and Sog. Brought to you by Pizza Hut on Seattle Sports Station. Well, Coach, I'm sorry we're not with you in person eyeball to eyeball, but uh, sure do appreciate you on a Friday morning after a game jumping on with KJ and I. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, well, good to talk to you guys. KJ, Good morning, welcome. Coach. Morning, morning. Good day. Well, what did, uh, what did the tape show you, Pete? I, I know what you felt after the game. I felt the same exact way in listening to your press conference. As you put the tape on, anything feel different than the reaction immediately after? Well, the uh, – we 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 played all right on defense. Uh, this was a, the best game we've had in a while, and, and uh, we played solid. And we had we had a couple busts that w- that were unfortunate. Um, and, and really, uh, you know, you got to look at it too. We missed three tackles downfield for enormous plays. You know, and we we could have gotten out of those plays, you know, ten fifteen yard plays, and they they wanted to be you know big bigger than that. Uh, but I liked the way we played, and we played without some guys. So the guys up front did a really good job to to keep us in it against a terrific uh, front. You know, when you play the Niners defense um, and you watch them through the course of the season, there's not a lot of space in there. You know, and, and you can feel how the the passing game. You know, we completed passes and all, but we didn't making any, any yards after catch and uh, for the most part and they did what they've been doing uh, we we, you know, we wanted to run the ball more than we did uh, but we ran the ball okay you know we, we were making some yards and all we had a little bit of back and forth their rhythm but uh, they're they're really tough and uh, on, on just shutting things down and we weren't able to break through had a couple of nice drives and, and that was it and uh, so it was a very challenging night the night should have been 10-7 you know it should have been a game that should have just been a knockdown drag out to the end and, and we gave them too much uh, and they were able to take advantage of it yeah coach KJ here um one thing that I loved about you is that in the midst of adversity you found a way to keep us going during the rough patches you find a way to find some light at the end of the tunnel with this team right now what is the message that you're sending to these fellas. Hey, fellas, we got these last few games. We got to get this done. We got to get this done. What is the message that you're sending to the fellas right now? You know, the, really, the the messaging is, is really we're looking ahead to, to what we can become. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have some games left here to, to, to make some noise. But this is even more than that. Uh, the, the group, the mentality, their um, their connectedness, their willingness to, to keep fighting with mm-hmm. and holding a good a good mentality is what really is is empowering us to keep going. And uh, it, we know that there's some fun out ahead of us, and we got to go get it, you know, before it gets away. But there's a really positive, forward thinking um, mentality here. Then and. and uh, mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing that's going to knock us down from that. And then now we need to get the wins to enjoy it and, and to prove it. But mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's really it's an overriding kind of feeling about it. Yep. And when I look at I look at first year defensive coordinator Coach Hurt, and um, I know he's working his tail off to just make sure the game plan is flawless, everything is going good. What have you seen in his growth over this over the years when it comes to his game planning and when it comes to his play calling during the game? <laughs> Well, you know, interesting uh, to me. I, I, way back when, in sometime in the summer, we were, we were, I was talking with Clinton, saying, you know, you, I want you to start to try to get ready for the, all the things you can't predict. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a yeah. lot of stuff's going to happen here, and, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be, you know, if it's easy, it's easy. We don't have to worry about that. We got to get ready for all of the the difficult, challenging things that are going to happen, so that we can we can you know weather them and and keep moving ahead and he's done just that you know it's it's been a hard year it hasn't been the one we wanted and, and uh 
Uh, and he's really kept these guys on point and, and kept them pushing forward and keep supporting these guys as we're growing. There's there's just a uh, you know, there's just a number of young guy errors out there that mm-hmm. that can knock us back, you know, and, and those don't go away till they go away. And, yeah. and so yeah. we, we we keep, you know, putting our finger in the dike on stuff and, and we're working hard at it, but it's just hard, you know, it's, it's challenging for the guys. And so, yeah. um, and it's, it's for the coordinators too, you know, the coaches, yeah. it's hard for the new coaches too. So there's just a lot of stuff that we're dealing with and, and uh, Clint's doing a marvelous job of keeping everybody tight. We spent a little time, Coach Carroll, with us here on the Coach Carroll Show on a Friday. We've spent a little time today, Pete, talking about this San Francisco defense compared to the one that uh, the KJ was aboard and KJ and Cam and Richard and Cliff and all the dudes in the building last night watching these 49ers flying as they do defensively. Uh, number one in the league, uh, so tough to score against as you watch them from the sidelines, as you've watched them now twice this season. How do you compare and contrast where they are at as a defense versus those defenses with number 51 in it? Well, these these guys are really good, and they've been good for for some time now. Um, the level of play that the the guys that KJ played with uh, that that was you know that was almost a historical level, and the consistency for almost a six year period of, of playing defense that that you know this is about staying power. You know these guys are really good. Now, I don't take anything away from them, but uh, and they're gonna they have a chance. It's how long can you last? You know how how long can you keep coming back and keep putting it out there and and. And, and leave your mark, you know, and, and that that's what KJ's guys did, and, and uh, th- this group is capable, you know, and, and I think there's a difference in where the focus is. They've got the a little more attention to the to the pass rush. I think our we had a more overall uh, uh, effect of our defense, and the guys on the back end were pretty spectacular, and they were pretty boisterous and all the rest, and it all just added and fit together, you know, in a, in kind of a, a romantic way, you know, for for the Seahawks, and, and uh, I don't think that, that these guys were there yet. But they sure, certainly could be, and and uh, it's just it's, you got to stay. You know, you got to keep keep coming back and coming back and prove who you are. You know, year after year. Yep. And, and coach, when I watched when I watched the game, I felt like the the rookie tackles had their welcome to the NFL moment. <laughs> I felt like yeah, um, you know it's later hard. in the season. You know, getting tired and face a phenomenal D line. How do you keep those guys going? How do you pour life into them guys? Knowing you guys been doing great all season. But hey, it's December football. I need you guys. You know, finish, you know finish I, don't, I don't. I don't doubt for a second, Casey, that, that these these guys are they're on it. They, they've been so rock steady that nothing's going to make these guys waver now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just gonna, they're going to get into this off season, and when they do. Everything's going to look so much different to them when they come back. You know, you know that, that it's like almost the day you walk out of the building and, and, and you, you start to make that turn to the next season. Things just don't look the same, and then things will slow down, and they'll they'll say, "Why was I thinking all that stuff that I don't need to be thinking about?" Yeah, yeah. You know, the whole the, the waters will clear, and, and so I, I don't think that these guys are going to are, are going to falter at all. They're going to keep yeah. pushing, and they're both tough, physical, good kids. And I kind of like that. Uh, it looked like Charles got kind of pissed off a little bit last night. Yeah. He's real quiet, and I. Yeah. I, I like that he was bad. I think somebody knocked his helmet off or whatever, and, yeah. and he got after a little bit. That's going to come, and th- there's mm-hmm. there's a whole another a whole another dimension to their their confidence and their their ability as they're growing. That's going to show up and be a big part of what's, what's you know. G- Gino's Gino's interesting, uh, Pete, as we've talked over the course of the season because he's not a rookie. He's been in this league for ten years, but he has never played. You know, or it's been forever to play this kind of meaningful football and be the guy every single week, week in and week out, and play these huge games now in December with so much relevance. Uh, he talked about protecting the football better and, and you know, taking what was there and, and maybe, you know, trying to do a little too much. Um, that was his mindset going into last night. How did he feel that played out? 
I, I, th- I thought he was uh, he was stellar. I thought he was I mean, he was getting rushed and pushed, and 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 they you know they came after him, and, and he was able to get rid of the football for the most part, and uh, you know got it got you know a little bit tenuous there on one one play of the pick that they threw and and the penalty that, that ensued, but. Uh, um, I, I thought he he stayed with it because you know if you look at all the guys caught their balls, nobody I don't think anybody averaged over ten yards a catch, mm-hmm. and that's that's a credit to their defense. But it's also a credit that he completed over seventy percent of his passes again, and that's what we you know wanted him to stay with that and see if we couldn't just peck away and find our ways to you know to get our, get us down the field. And really, we were it was there it was there for us all the way. Had wait all the way to the end of it. We were there to do something, and and uh, he had a really good drive. Uh, the scoring drive, um, we really put it together nicely and mm-hmm. was ready to go win the football game. So I, I think he did a good job. Yeah, and Coach, when I look at that scoring drive, I look at Gino, who's up-tempo, no huddle. Did it ever cross your mind during the game when you guys were just couldn't get it going, could get the run game going? Did it ever cross your mind earlier in the game? Let's get a little bit more up-tempo to get things moving and grooving. I let this D-line get going. Did you ever think about that? Yeah, it, it, I was I was talking tempo a little bit. We we couldn't put enough first downs together to get to get going, and uh, we, you know it was hard to find two, you know, mm-hmm. and and so we were battling. And that we, you know, when you get you go out there and you go three plays or or six plays, it's hard to even sense that, you know. So we didn't quite get there, um, but yeah, we, it was in the conversation case. Yeah, and and, and coach, as as we go through this stretch, my my biggest thing was, lock, you know, teams are player driven. And I'm looking for who are the guys you're depending on player-wise to really keep this thing going, keep guys motivated, keep guys inspired. Hey, guys, we want to finish this thing strong. Who are you? Who are you leaning on these last three games? Well, they'll, they'll, you know, Gino is certainly a, a really strong voice for us, and I really wanted to push him to the front because he is the guy, and he's had yeah. such a great season and all. And yeah. He is doing a lot of talking to the team, you know, and, and also, uh, I think it's really important that. You, know, I mean, you guys didn't bring it up yet, but uh, the way DK is playing, yeah. DK is laying it out there. Yeah. He is he is trying in every way that he can to be uh, a huge part of of the game. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, some people are going to criticize him for for you know whatever you know trying too hard or pushing or whatever. But that's who he is. And and the the fact that that uh, it's important for him to continue to find how far he can take it. Uh, that's really important to me too. Yeah. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna back the heck out of him because he's doing everything he can and that's that's the kind of leadership that that will help others go beyond where they normally would go you know because he's out there and mm-hmm. he cares so much and it's so it's so meaningful to him and he's so tough and he just won't back off you know and, and uh, he knows he has to be smart about it and not get himself in trouble we get screwed up a little bit last night but still it's the uh, it's where that comes from is it is a that's the voice that you're asking yeah. about, and I don't want the, our guys to miss it. That's a that's the the challenging uh, mm-hmm. approach of a of a real competitor, and, yeah. and, and I, I don't want that to be missed at all by our guys. Yeah. Uh, you spoke at some length after the game, uh, Pete, about the injury that happened to Tyler on the final stinking drive. Uh, do you have any update further from what you shared last night? Well, just just to help clarify, it, it is it's. In his hand, not his finger, but it's on his index finger, hand, part of his hand. You know, it's, it's, it's like one, one, it's, it's one of those metatarsals somewhere down no, there. No, it's a metacarpal. Metacarpal. <laughs> yes. Yeah, first metacarpal. I love when you talk metacarpal. So yeah, it's yeah. on his first metacarpal, broken. Yeah, there you go. There oh. you go. Yeah, but so anyway, he, he, and I don't have any update this morning, um, but the conclusion is is correct. You know of what happened. So we'll see what what, what that takes uh, in a couple of days here. Yep, and and I saw Jordan coach as well, and, and Tanner Muse stepped up, and like Tanner was playing some. He was getting scrappy. He was getting after a little bit. What what you make of when, when Tanner stepped in, and what you make of um 
how long Jordan's going to be out? Yeah, I don't know how long Jordan will be out, um, but he has been, in, you know, he's nursing it here right now. We'll have to see how it goes. Uh, he's such a tough kid. If he yeah. can play, he will. Um, it was nice to see Tanner make a couple hits and yeah. get to run. And Tanner's a, a big, strong kid. You know, he's yeah. had a lot of a lot of impact in special teams this year, mm-hmm. and uh, so he got his shot. And he was he was looking for he's doing some head hunting. So it was good to see him out there. I can just sense, Pete, uh, with you over these years, when you have a lot of respect, and you have a lot of respect for Kyle Shanahan. I, it just, uh, you know, it comes across in post-game interviews. It comes across in, in pre-game and leading up and building up to a game. Uh, just and, and KJ does too. He's right there with you as far as the amount of scheme and play calling and a step ahead. And as much as he challenges you, what makes him such a dynamic, difficult uh, play caller to deal with? Well, you know, I don't mind talking about those guys. These guys, these guys have busted tail like they do, and they have success, and and they've got real substance to their game. You know, I don't mind talking favorably. I'm not trying to kiss her butt or nothing. I just, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to say what is. And and I, I think Kyle is a great football coach. He's a great football coach because of his upbringing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no doubt. He he was raised uh, in in the family and and uh, started coaching at UCLA as a GA is when he was in school. I think you know something like that. Wherever he was, and uh, he's just it's he's a natural, and he's just. Like like uh, other guys we've seen, you know, over the years, I had guys, Lane Kiffin, who grew up with a dad, same kind of deal, you know, great football coach and just grew up as, just they just understand the game more deeply than, than guys that don't get to pick up when they're four and five years old, <laughs> you know, when they're, mm-hmm. when they're, you know, when it's all happening. And, and so, um, you know, I, mean, just, I, have, I have a great deal of respect for Kyle and, and, and the background and all of it. And I, I can see the, you know, the, the kind of the golden thread that runs throughout all the, that background of him because I have so much respect for his dad. I, I never met a better football coach than, than Mike Shanahan and uh, offensively and defensively and, and had great respect in his, for him way back when. I mean, I, I talked the same way that I'm talking about Kyle. Yeah. So what does that mean? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I just think I, th- I think a lot of him, and I, I like him getting the credit he deserves. Yeah. And so, Coach, you got these. You got a long weekend, got three days off. What, is, what does these next three days look like You know, from the player standpoint and from the coach's standpoint? What is something you got to get right with something that you love and what your team is doing how these three days go look yeah well these three days are it's, it's like we said last night it's not a it's not a buy but uh we can use the break and physically there's it's going to help us in, enormously with a number of guys they'll need these three days so we want them to lay low is yeah. really what, what this is all about uh coaches have work to do and, and stuff that we get ready for this this big finish of, of the season and all that um we're going to make sure and capture uh, the progress we made on defense. Yeah. We, we we did something here that that's going to be really important in these in these next games. And and uh, I'm, I'm, I know our players are feeling better about everything. And it's been a couple waves of this season, you know, yeah. of, of our improvement. And this is the one that we have to capitalize on to finish. And yeah. uh, so th- that that'll be taking place. But we're, basically, we're, we're going to get these guys a break and see if we can't come back. That's really hard going Sunday to Thursday. Yeah. You know, and it takes its toll. Yeah. How did Ken come out of it? Uh, he was fine. He was good. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, I was he, glad he, to see him go a little bit. He looked bit. explosive. Yeah, he sure did. And sure and did. Uh, was Al close? Did he try to work up, or was that a we've got to we got to make sure we have him down the stretch? He wasn't ready. He just wasn't ready. He, he yeah. you know he's such a big man that you know you got an ankle thing. I mean, there's a lot of that's a lot of pounding on that ankle. You know, it's, it's his Achilles, but it's a lot of pounding on that guy. So we got to make sure we get him some some time. These three days will be enormous for him, yeah. and, and he'll come roaring back. I think. And, and coach, last question for me: when um when I was looking at my defense, I saw there was two plays: the wide open one to Kilda, which was a phenomenal play, and the other play to Kilda when he ran that like a OVS when he ran that seven cut three deep zone. 
Yeah, years old. that's what it looked like. Yeah, we didn't we didn't didn't reiterate it. You know, uh, we needed to fall out and, and yeah. cover area. We didn't do it. It's a, it's a dead play. It's a dead Absolutely. nothing. Never Absolutely. even think about throwing the ball to him. And and we chased the wide receiver underneath and, and made yeah. a mistake. Okay, and then you know, let's go calm, coach. Let's go calm with these young groups. They're yeah, running, know, growing know, pains. Yeah, I don't know. One of the I, I I I ran into Tariq as we were leaving, and he cares so much. He he doesn't. It, it, he he mentioned that you know he's never been in a position before where everybody's counting on him. You know yeah. he never really have had established himself, and in this season it's just emerged so quickly. And, and he's taken he's taken the responsibility to heart. He cares so much about being there for his teammates. I mean it's 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 a beautiful thing that it hurts him so much. Yeah. You know and and because it's for the right reasons, and uh, so he, he is going to be a fantastic part of this program mm-hmm. uh, he's going to be a terrific player he's got there's just some grown there's yep. some grown pins i told him it killed me too tweak you know so yeah, yeah. you know the both of us you know we, we, we both go with it and then there's a couple other plays you know homer was sick last night yeah. he's so sick about that you know and it's because these guys care so much and they want so much to do the right thing for the guys they're playing with mm-hmm. for their coaches and for all the following and mm-hmm. all that and the 12s um it's it, it's a it's there's a real connection here and uh, it's going to pay off Yep. This is the this is the foundation of the feelings that it is to to be great and yep. and uh, so it's coming. And we and we know in the month of December when it comes down to this last stretch, you you I know that you guys are emphasizing tackling. We gotta tackle, fellas. We gotta tackle in the open field, track that inside hip. Our guys is that message resonating with those fellas in these last few games? We gotta tackle. Give us yeah, a we've chance. Been, you know, we have not missed the emphasis. We, the emphasis is there. Uh, but we have not made as much progress. You know, there's big tackles in the open field. There's huge yeah. space tackles that were, you know, if you make that tackle, you don't realize that's just a 15-yard gain or 12-yard yeah. gain or something like that. Yeah. But when you when you miss it, it's it's enormous. And, and uh, those are really hard. It's as hard as the game can get, you yeah. know. I was I, I was in the middle of the night. I'm thinking about rugby. You know, I'm thinking about I need, mm-hmm. I need to get our guys playing rugby in the offseason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get back to the basics. Everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. did, did you know, Pete? Did you know that KJ would do this so well one day? <laughs> no, I'm 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 so happy for you, KJ. And what I'm happy for is everybody gets to gets to hear you because you have so much to offer. And and uh, this is a great stage that the station has given you and all that too. That mm-hmm. you know we always got to be grateful for these opportunities. But man, mm-hmm. you're killing it and, yep. and uh, enjoying uh, it. Looks good. Looks good on you, dude. Appreciate it. Thank you, Coach. Right. Hey, thank you, Pete. We appreciate you doing this, especially on a, a day after and a, and a big weekend. So have a have a great weekend. I know you'll get the boys right, and we'll look forward to chatting with you next week. Hey, let's get ready for a big finish. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. There he is. There's the head coach. Coach Pete Carroll joins us every day after a game, usually on Monday, but very kind to jump in on Friday. What do you hear? You can hear it in his voice. Like this, it stings. It, it eats you up. It eats you up as a head coach when um you know you see your guy struggling like this. You see you going through those growing pains, and um I know that he's working his tail off. I know that he's working. He wants to get it right, and he, he's going to get it right. That's something he has always done throughout his career. He has always found a way to make sure that we are going to find a way to come out on the win in the win column. And so, I, you know, I feel for him. I heard it in his voice, and so get get to it. I need those guys to to, to support him. I need those players in the locker room to support him. I don't need those guys to feel sorry for themselves. I don't need those guys to walk around with their head down. Hey, fellas, the situation is where we're 7-7. Seven and seven. Let's finish this thing 10-7. and seven. Yeah. It is possible. It, it is possible. It they is. got to believe that. It is. And I will say it jumped out to me, and I'm glad he shared that little story with, with Woolen. As, as you talked about the coverage, it was what you thought it was, and, mm-hmm. and he was sick about it. And, and cool that Tariq can be that vulnerable. Yeah. 
Okay, you were vulnerable with Salk and I Wednesday, right? Like yeah. you came in and you were vulnerable. I'm not talking about the Sherman stuff. You were vulnerable with the, I'm having a down day and I need other people around me. Mm-hmm. To have a, a rookie like that, to mm-hmm. be vulnerable with the head coach when he busts an assignment, I don't know, man. Yep. There's a lot of programs, most programs, KJ, you know how it is. Yep. They won't look at the coach. They're, yep. they're going to take a shower pill and I'm getting out of there because I don't want to, I don't want to be real and vulnerable and address like, Yep. That is such a cool window into their culture. That's not coach speak, and that's not culture speak. Yep. That is an anecdote of, I think, something that foundationally is really important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tariq reminded me, that situation reminded me of Bobby. Reminded me of Bobby Wagner, his rookie year, last last drive of the game. We're in the playoffs, playing the Falcons. And um, we get a chance to to move on to, the I believe, the NFC Championship. Yes, you would play point. the Niners. Yep. And um, Tony Gonzalez ran two routes on Bobby, and he's caught the first one, caught the second one. They kicked the field goal, and Bobby was just absolutely devastated. Big-time matchup. You're a rookie. You're learning. And that same situation happened to Tariq. Just something that was that you could have uh, made happen. It was uh, unavoidable. You know, cover three, just sink. Don't chase a, a receiver going across the middle. You just sink, and you would have gotten the interception. Add it to your resume. So I love that. You know, both Bobby and Tariq, they care. That's where it starts. You got to care about this game. You got to be sick to your stomach when situations like that fall upon you. And so on. the foundation is set. The foundation is great. If we get more guys like Tariq, we'll be in good hands. So we really have to end show? Maura, Justin, do we really? I feel like we're just getting going. Do we really? So do we? Do we really have to? <laughs> we can ask Falcon Stacy if we can just join them. <laughs> hey, today, today was a day. Today was yeah. a day. Three hours and um, yeah, talk some ball. Brought Gion, you know, Brock, we, we connected. Yes, hey, we did. Yes, we connected and um, Salk, hey. I hope you tuned in, man. How'd I do, Salt? How'd I do? I think I did all right, Salt. Uh, I was your beach in Mexico. Yeah, KJ, yeah. you're the best. That was a treat. That was three hours that flew by way too fast for Justin and Mora behind the scenes, putting it all together, all their hard work for Coach Carroll, for G, for Dan Orlovsky, for everybody a part of this thing, and for all of you listening. I know sometimes when teams lose, you tune out. Sometimes you don't want to think about it. Sometimes it gets hard, and it's so much more fun when everybody is winning. Yeah. But this is where the secret sauce is. You, this is where the yeah. foundation's built. You got to sit through this. You gotta. It gotta eat. It gotta eat you up. You gotta yeah. have these moments to enjoy the good times. Yeah. Yep. Well, the, the, you don't appreciate the sunshine without the rain. So. You got to weather this storm, and it will come out better than this. And we'll leave it right there with that wisdom. It's been the Brock and Salk show that you have listened to right here on Seattle Sports Station on 710, the Seattle Sports app. Woo! Bump and Stacey coming your way next.